Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. And now, here is your host, the lovely, delightful, insightful, and all-around great gal, Ms. Barbara DeLong. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Nightlight. We're on a different evening this time, so uh, some of you may have trouble finding me and stuff like that. We had a little technical trouble on Monday, but we're all back and functional at the moment, and fingers crossed, knock on wood, everything will be just fine. We have Michelle Avanti with us tonight, who is my most favorite of all astrologers, and she is going to be doing free readings. So if you're hearing me and if you're interested in calling in, the call-in number is 773-897-6114. So let's get Michelle on the air. Hello, Michelle. How are you doing tonight? I am doing great. I think I'm doing great. Anyway, I was sneezing a minute ago, but I think it's just the allergies. So, Oh, yeah. No, the allergies are definitely running rampant here in the east, and uh, I can't wait for the first frost. I, you know, I, I, wait, I wait for spring with such, such, I lust for spring, and then when it hits, I forget that the pollen drives me crazy, and I lose my voice most of the time. So, um, it's it's kind of, uh, you know, I'm damned if I do, and I'm damned if I don't. But I did want to um, mention something to you. You know, another volcano erupted. Ah. Are you aware of that? No, I I I try to keep up, but I'll tell you, I'm too busy to keep up. Yeah, when, what day did it? What day did it hit? Oh, I, I'm not. I don't think it hit the 25th or the 26th. It was since then. But you know, all I could think of was she said that there were going to be more eruptions, and here it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's interesting. I mean, what's happening? We, we're coming into a, a time that um, has all kinds of exciting things going on. We we've got on July the 10th. Jupiter will finally station direct. Yay, yay, yay. We've had it in retrograde. And for those who know me, I usually call Jupiter Santa Claus. So when it's retrograde, we're not getting all the wonderful gifts we normally get from Jupiter. 
At any rate, when she goes direct, she goes direct at 13 degrees of Scorpio. And that is significant because the United States chart, the sun is at 13 degrees of Cancer. <clears throat> so it's making an exact activity or exact trine, 120 degrees uh, connection to the sun of the United States of America. And Jupiter being in Scorpio says that something very big will hit the news and be revealed, something that has been uh, hidden from sight for a very long time. Now, this is when? Uh, July the 10th. It's around the corner. Next week. Okay. I'm marking my calendar. Uh, Next Tuesday. And uh, two days after that, we have uh, a new moon, and it is not just a new moon, but it's a a solar eclipse, and solar eclipses all, always uh, open doorways to whole new events that that activate for quite quite a period of time. They're not just five minutes, but they signal things that will happen over a period of time. And of course, this um, this solar eclipse is at 20 degrees of Cancer. And I haven't checked the U.S. chart to see what we might have that's activated by that. I'm sure there's something. <laughs> Well, you know, I did a, I, I got on a, a kick of, you know, what do all of the psychics say this year is going to hold now that we're halfway through it? And, and you know, I, I found a lot of them that are dealing with, you know, what star is going to betray what star and stuff like that. But, but for those that actually were focused on larger scale stuff, a lot of it, ecological stuff a lot of um i i I, the weather channel is saying that the uh, hurricane season is not going to be as bad as it has been and i don't think i agree with that um i think that that we are going to have more uh seasonal storms than ever before and i think that from what i see anyhow earthquakes are going to pick up dramatically as well as volcanoes so um I'm kind of holding well, my you know, breath on uh, Uranus is certainly uh, active, and so is Neptune in terms of uh, activities in uh, alignment with uh, Pluto. And uh, as long as we have those planets working together, uh, every time there's a transit that hits a midpoint or activates, or they activate directly, we have uh, earthquake eruption. Uh, things like volcanoes or terrible storms, uh, Uranus can be sudden blackouts even, uh, where underground, instead of it being an eruption coming up from underground, but it could be an electrical hit that uh, blackouts a whole area. So there, there are activations, and it would be, I wish I had the time right now to just sit down and do the research to see all those points in time. Uh, unfortunately, I'm dancing as fast as I can. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have my students. I used to have students, and I would call them and say, could you do this for me? And they would do it, and then I could look at the charts, and I could read them. So um, who knows? Maybe we'll get back to the point. Because <laughs> yeah, it takes time to generate all the charts. It doesn't take very long for me to read them. It just takes time to generate everything. So. Mm-hmm. so. Well, I am looking forward to seeing, you know, what what is coming up. So, so so we have a number of people waiting here in line patiently, so let's let's get to it, see if we can enlighten a whole bunch of people. Awesome. Let's go for it. Okay. We have uh, Diana first. Hi, Diana. You're on the air. Hi. 
Hi, Barbara. It's been a long time since I've heard you. So, uh, 5754. So, May 7th, 1954. Wait a second. Yep. I know the moon is in Aries, and I'm moving a little faster than I should. And what time were you born, Diana? One fifty one PM. One five one PM and location. Indianapolis, Indiana. Indianapolis. What is the name of the big school there? What do you mean? The big college or Yeah, the big university there. There's a big school it was, there. It was just the IU. <laughs> There's IU and Purdue. Uh, but I went Purdue. to Marion College. Oh, okay. Well, I was just curious. I have a um, a relative by marriage who uh, is a teacher at that university. Okay, what was it that you wanted me to put on? I have your wheel up here, and I'm willing to look. Oh, I didn't have a question. I just thought you Oh, you don't need a question. I just maybe you want me to focus on something. <clears throat> Saturn right now uh is in retrograde, but it will turn around and it will apply to your Mars and that's in the fourth house. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Saturn of course is stop, stop, stop and hold back and be disciplined and uh can make a person hold emotionally. So going through this house you may have been a little less touchy than you might have been, might be normally. At any rate, on top of Mars, it's kind of interesting because it can cut your energy level down. It can uh, pull you back. And uh, so you'll have to kind of look to that. It also will keep you, if you were thinking about moving, it will probably stop you from doing that. But only temporarily. Uh, okay. It will move past the point uh, a few few months later. So you're, I don't know if you've got any plans to move, but Mars here does make a person a little antsy. Uh, and you also have Sag on that cusp, so you're a person who's probably had uh, more than one home in your lifetime. Um, mm-hmm. What else is going on? Jupiter right now is in a fabulous place. It's in your third house, which is the house of communication. It's where you think and your brain works and people that you're really close to who you talk to, but uh, it's on top of your part of fortune. And Jupiter on top of your part of fortune, if we can get a hard aspect to that, you know what it is? It's that 13-degree mark we were just talking about. So you basically are going to have uh, Jupiter station right on top of your part of fortune. Uh, do me a favor, put up a dollar and get a lottery ticket before the 10th of July. <laughs> I have won the lotto twice in my life, and one time I didn't pick it up. So maybe they're going to have another try. <laughs> okay, okay. I would... I can tell you what, if it was in my chart, I'd be doing it. When a planet stations, it leaves a mark. And to have a mark on your part of fortune, hot dog diggity, go for it. It's not a guarantee, but for a dollar, it's more than worth the try. They went up to $2. But, yes, I will get another lot of ticket. I'm glad I talked to you about that. <laughs> and let us know what happens because I'm always curious. on the part of fortune. All right, yeah. so I, I'll get a car, find a man, and get on my way then. <laughs> oh, <maybe> then. <laughs> right now, Neptune is traveling through your seventh house. So uh, if you do uh, end up connecting with a man, and you're going to have some opportunities coming up here over the next couple of years, 
But uh, if you end up doing that, um, make sure you get a second opinion from your friends. Trust the people you really trust. Because when Neptune travels through the seventh, we tend to wear these nice little rosy glasses and everything looks better than it may be. So I I would uh, best get a second opinion. Um, But have a good time. But have a good time while you're at it. Actually, uh, Neptune is in retrograde right now, and it's it's applying south node and your north node in a very positive way. So if you do meet someone during this period in time, and that would be probably the next month and a half, uh, I would say that they're going to be someone from your uh, soul family, people uh, who are from uh, times in the past that you will instantly recognize and know. So that can be very exciting. That south note is in your house of wishes and dreams, so it can actually bring someone into your world to wish. And so while you're saying you're looking for a man, I'm telling you it's a possibility. Good. Uh, I won't need a car, though, to get to those old friends. So. I think this is fascinating that you've got this Jupiter on this part of fortune at this moment in time because – during this time frame, uh, Beetle Goose is active. Are you in the northern hemisphere? You're here in the United States. Are you north of the 30? Well, I am back in Indianapolis. I just moved back. Oh, home. perfect. Perfect. You're, you're north four degrees. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely get a lottery ticket because Beetle Goose is active and Beetle Goose brings success. And uh, well, cool. it's actually awesome. Oh, let I'm them know. I'm getting them with a lot of. Woohoo! I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to know. Um, I always I get excited about stuff like that. Uh, usually it takes hard aspects, and uh, I'm not really seeing the hard aspect, but I could miss it. You know, I'm I'm running on a really fast fuel here, so it's it's a little hard sometimes to see everything. But uh, but do let yeah. us know. You brighten my day. Okay. All righty then. Thank you for being on. Thank you. You're welcome. We we have a good time. (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks for calling, Diana. Thank you, Barbara. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, I got a question. I have heard you say part of fortune a number of times when reading people's charts. Now, I'm Mm -hmm. familiar with you know, the planets, and I'm familiar with rising and the moon and stuff like that. What is part of fortune? Well, first off, it it is what we call uh, one of the many Arabic parts. Arabic parts were created or developed by some wonderfully brilliant guy back in ancient times, and, uh, and they are actually a mathematical formula. Uh, part of for, part of fortune is uh, frequently the sun minus the moon plus the ascendant. Uh, so it's a mathematical formula, and it creates a point in space. I hope that answered your question, but it probably just created more questions. Well, and that part in space rotates, changes, and shifts around, or is it always constant? In other words, her part of fortune. Uh, no, it, it, it actually can shift because uh, as um, <clears throat> as the wheel turns, uh, so does the part of fortune. As the moon turns, so does the part of fortune. As the sun turns, uh, so does the part of fortune. So, but you have a natal part of fortune that was there at that moment when you were born, and that's the one I was referring to when I talked to Diana. Okay. 
I'm just curious because, you know, I'm not familiar with all of your terms and every now and then you throw one that, you know, I absolutely am not familiar with. So thank you for enlightening me. Um, We've got Mary on the line. Hi, Mary. You're on the air. Hi, Barbara. Thanks for taking my call. Our pleasure. Hello. So my (laughs) I'm Michelle. (laughs) All right. Well, um, my birthday is September 15th, 1971. 15th, 1971. And you were born at what time? I was born at 7.10 p.m. 7.10 p.m. And location? Taipei, Taiwan. Okay, you'll have to spell that. I'm not sure about that one. That is P-A-I-P as in Peter, E-I. E-A-I-E-I, is that what you said? Oh, no, T as in Tom, A as in Apple, I as in... um, India. India, yes, there you go, thank you. Um, P as in Peter, E as in excellent, and I as in India again. Okay, Taipei. Okay, I didn't catch it. So Taipei, and that is in Indonesia? Where is it? In Taiwan. In Taiwan. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the capital of Taiwan. Taipei is the capital of Taiwan. Okay, so I'm learning a little geography today. That's interesting. I usually oh. I usually know these things, but not not tonight. So let's right, go well, take a, a little bit of trivia for you. Yeah, that's great. All right. So what's happening in your world? You know what? Uh, you've got Saturn getting. <laughs> Talking about parts of fortune. <laughs> you have really? Saturn on your progressed part of fortune. <laughs> so, no, don't go buy a lottery ticket. Not a good idea. But, oh, man. That <laughs> is too bad. I was hoping that you would tell me to go buy a lottery ticket, too. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I, I won't. I would have been money. out the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that won't work. But um, it it is a quincunx action going on for you uh, between uh, Saturn and your natal Saturn. So you're in a zone where that can be sometimes stressful and you can feel like you're not getting anywhere. And if there's any kind of legal procedure going on, it may be costly. Uh, you may be finding that no matter what you save, you can't seem to get enough right now. And uh, it's just a super stress combination. It is going to turn around. It is going to finally get off your back. And I need to go forward to tell you when because that is not fun and I don't wish these kinds of experiences on anyone. But we all have them at different times. So Mm. let's go forward and uh, see if we can get Saturn off your back. Uh, Not getting there. Slow mover. Okay. It starts to go direct in early September around the 10th, oh. 9th, and that means it's going to make another pass, okay? So here it is applying. It starts, you start to feel it again, uh, October, in the middle of October, and oh. and here, finally, we're going to get over the hump, and that will happen just a little further down there. It starts to actually release right about November the 17th, 18th, 
and and you'll have a lot more relief about a week later, and then it just kind of goes away. It's not going to go back to that. So those issues, whatever they are, are going to find a resolution uh, right about, I guess, Thanksgiving or just before Thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah, no, that's not easy. Uh, fortunately, Saturn does not rule your house of health. It does not rule your ascendant. So it's not going to turn into something physical. And I always, you know, when we go through hard times, we need to always remember, if it isn't physical, we're ahead of the game. It's a lot cheaper to spend money than it is to spend your body. <laughs> so that's how I look at it anyway. I think it's probably valuable. I'm old enough to know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder if it has anything to do with my new job and the personalities that I have to deal with there. Could very well, because Saturn actually rules your midheaven. It, it rules your house of career, and uh, your natal Saturn is in your house of money. So your income uh, a lot of the time is right here in the second house. You're someone who's very good at saving money with Saturn in that house, even though you have it in Gemini. And you do spend money on things that are really beautiful and really luxurious and really quality. You you have a knack for things that are craftsmen. Uh, but uh, overall, you find a way to try to save money. Saturn does not let it go through its fingers real fast, although you have it in Gemini, which means <laughs> it tries to tighten your fingers. Gemini actually is the sign of your fingers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's kind of funny. You should have thin fingers with Saturn and Gemini. Ah, the oddities of things I know, huh? Mm. (laughs) So let's see. Uranus is going through the first house, and it has been for a little bit, a few years now. And uh, so you may have changed your hairstyle or changed the way you look. Uh, We don't always feel uh, settled in our clothes while Uranus is going through this, so we may find ourselves changing styles a lot. Uh, Jupiter right now is in your 8th house, and that's a great place to have Jupiter. The sun right now is right with Jupiter. A good time to start a business would be right now for anybody, but um, you always look for a conjunction for sun and Jupiter, and right now under Beetle Goose, especially if you're above the 34th latitude, it's a good time. But uh, Jupiter uh, being in this house, and you were born with it in this house, gives you uh, opportunities to uh, to uh, be able to use other people's resources or other people's money. It opens up doors for mortgages or for loans. Uh, it also uh, can uh, create opportunities in terms of uh, ways to share resources with others. And right now you have a lot of progressed planets in that house as well. Jupiter, of course, is there progressed, but... You also have Neptune in there right on top of Jupiter, and uh, that's interesting. Uh, You were born with Neptune and Jupiter together, uh, both at zero degrees. Um, They are within five five minutes, so they're partile, almost partile. And and since they're both co-rulers of Pisces, even though they're in Sag, Jupiter is the one winning the battle here, takes over. You have... um, it should bring you good fortune in terms of the way you share resources with others. It also should bring you out on top. If you ever get audited, you'll always uh, come out on top. I'd never be afraid of an audit with you. Hmm. Well, that's... Have you ever, have you ever been audited? audited. No, no. Um, 
and oh, Jupiter there, you lucky dog. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I say that really laughingly because I don't believe that anything is lucky in a chart. I believe that karmically we set it up. So, you know, so I, anyway. Hmm. Yeah. Well, do you see you any? have Uranus uh, in your right there on your seventh house cusp? You were born with it in what we call like a high leg to the seventh house. So it's active in your workplace and also active in the seventh. With Uranus in the workplace, you have Pluto there and you have the sun and you have Venus. So things are, um, that's a crowded workplace. You're a person who either does a lot of service or a lot of work. (laughs) But that's where your focus is. And with Uranus there, you're not always comfortable. you always want, you need variety in workplace, so whatever kind of work you do, you need to get out from time to time. You need to have uh, variety. And uh, you also prefer to work with people who can have interesting conversations instead of run of the mill. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Um, I know I do spend a good amount of time working, but I'm trying to shift my focus now that it's summer and I'm just wondering if any kind of romance is going to come up. Okay, seventh house. Well, you have Leo on the on the house of falling in love, and uh, right, and you have seven degrees there. You don't have really a whole lot of anything in there. You have Mercury all the way at the far end at four degrees of Virgo, and with Jupiter in the sky right now. It, oh, I moved this forward. You know, I'm going, Jupiter's not there yet, but that's okay. i got to go back. You know, when I was looking at something for you, I went forward in time. <laughs> so let's oh. go back lie. <laughs> All the stuff I told you is still accurate is because I was talking natally, but now I'm talking about a transit, and we can't do that <laughs> because uh. I'm going, not where Jupiter is right now. I know where you are. You can't hide from me. Hmm. So. So let's go back because she's, she's he, Jupiter is in retrograde and is going to turn around, like I said, on on uh, July the 10th, which is next week, next Tuesday. And when it starts to go direct again, let's see if it's uh, going to activate. It has been traveling through uh, this seventh house, and I don't know that you've connected with anybody, but man, um, that was a long trip going through that house. It's been in there for over a year, and. Uh, you, that's usually we have opportunities when it's in that house. But when it goes into Sag at the at the very beginning, it's going to activate your south node, which is in the fifth house. So let's go take a quick look, uh, south node, fifth house. Let's go take a quick look. I think that's coming up. I want to say it's in December. Uh, I could be wrong. could be sooner, but... That's 12 degrees, so let's go forward. October, she's at 22. Here we go. December, here we go. Five degrees starts to apply to your cusp, and that's on December the 5th. By a few days later, it will activate that cusp, and that's what we're looking for. Here it is, active on the cusp, uh, December 12th it finally activates that cusp and it's traveling right over your progressed Jupiter at the very same time. So I would say you've got some things coming 
that uh, could be a doorway. Again, when we have a trine, a person actually has to get out. They can't expect it to be delivered. It's not a home delivery dominoes. Uh, yeah. You have to get and you have to socialize a little to be able to make a connection, okay? So, uh, yeah. It's, it's required that you get out of the house. So I, it's a great time of year to be doing it. December is a wonderful month. Everybody's got parties going on everywhere. So I would start, you know, at the at the beginning of December and keep going um, because by the 12th of December, you've got a conjunction with uh, your progressed Jupiter, and uh, and that could produce something. Uh, it's not guaranteed, but it's also a beautiful trine to your south node. And that trine starts about uh, December the 12th, and it continues until, let's see here, I want to take it right up to the edge. Okay. 1216, 1219, that's pretty close. January the 3rd. You've got the whole season covered. And the wonderful thing about as it gets later in the season and you start to activate the south node is that you have the ability to connect with someone who uh, is from a past life connection. Oh. You may meet this person as a result of someone who is a female where you go to their home. So this is probably a party in someone's home. Hmm. Okay, like a holiday party Keep perhaps. On a look at that. That's maybe a holiday party. Absolutely. I mean you've got a big you got all the holidays included in this time frame. You got New Year's and Christmas. And if you yeah. really want to get early, go somewhere for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like. And by by the time you get to January, Saturn is just about crossing your midheaven. Uh, On January 3rd, it's just a a few minutes from crossing your midheaven, so a few days later it will go across. And uh, at that point in time, whatever it is that you are doing at work, you will most likely either uh, get a promotion or get acknowledgement or get some kind of reward, or you might decide that that's not the place for you and you just go find something better. Um, wow. Saturn has the ability to do all of those things, <laughs> and there are other ways that we can determine what, but uh, being on this short of call, um, I don't always have enough time to really dig all the info out. There is, uh, previous to this 11 degrees, uh, Saturn will be making a beautiful... Uh, beautiful sextile to your progressed sun. So it's more likely that you're going to either receive an opportunity from someone else or you're going to get a promotion from the people you are working for at this point in time. What's very interesting about that sextile is that the sun actually rules your house of falling in love. So you are either going to fall in love with a a different job or... uh, uh, or you may actually meet an older older man. It's hmm. kind of confusing energy because there's a lot of feminine energy there. So he must be an incredibly sensitive older man uh, who may also offer you some opportunity. And maybe it will be an opportunity that goes beyond work. Could be a partnership. 
partnership or not. But it will be loving no matter what because it is a loving connection. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I think. Definitely. We've got to move I know on we got to <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, I wish you good fortune, and please call us in January and let us know what happened. Okay. <laughs> you can always email us. I read all oh, yeah. my emails. More fun if you call in, though, so everybody can can sit and giggle with you. Yes, yes. I hope I have some fun stories to tell at that point. <laughs> Good. We've got more than one signature of something happening there, so something's going to happen. Mm. Okay. But you have to, so get out and make it happen, okay? Get out and at least give spirit an opportunity to, connection, to connect you. All right. Will do. Okay, thanks for calling, Mary. All right. Thank you, Michelle and Barbara. Thank you, Bye-bye. Okay. We have a familiar voice here. Jeannie, are you there? Hi, I'm here. Okay. Hey. Jeannie's up next. Oh, yeah. Jeannie's up next. Okay. March it was either this, it was it was either this or I had to give her a raise. Guess which way I went. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you could have gotten away with the race too. <laughs> well, it's, there's a raise in your chart. Uh, so, what is your, your date of birth? <laughs> March 26, 1955, 2:17 a.m. in the. Okay, 2:17 a.m. And location. Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville. Okie dokie dokes. Let's see what it says. Alrighty. So you're looking for a raise, huh? Hmm. <laughs> and what what are you looking for? I don't wanna I don't I'm want looking to for kind of a, an update. I've, I've got a whole lot on my plate right now. I'm a caregiver mm. for a friend and her, like, POA. I've got my mother here. I've got my son who should be graduating from college soon. I'm trying to close out an estate, trying to sell a mm. house. Hot dog diggity. You've got, well, the good news about the house is it looks like you got a house that's about to sell. So I do have that. Uranus is is basically on top of your, your natal moon. So there's a change going on in terms of houses, and uh, that change, once it gets totally on, and it's close. Uh, it's 2 degrees 7 minutes versus 4 degrees 8 minutes. So you're exact, almost exactly 2 degrees off, which is just about the time that it starts to activate uh, with an outer planet like that. So uh, you've got activation, and with it, it may come a move. You, look, you, you could easily decide to physically move, so I don't know that that's the house you have up for sale. <laughs> it's not. But it's it's part yeah. of an estate. Okay. Well. Yeah. So it's an estate is... sale, so. Okay. But uh, when we have Uranus going through our fourth house, and this just entered your fourth house, uh, we tend to be more likely to seek a change. So it it doesn't make us completely stable in our home of residence. We tend to be a little 
uncomfortable. We, we're not comfortable enough to feel like this is forever anymore. Gotcha. So, uh, let's see here. The progressed moon is going through the eighth house. That's the house of inheritances. You've got Pluto. Pluto's in that house. You were born with it in that house. So you, you're, you were just set up to be the executive of an estate from the time you were born. Um, Saturn, you were born with it square to that Pluto. So it's challenges. Um, challenges by from older people. <laughs> so you, you've, you've got those challenges. You were born with that. This is not transit. This is your natal chart. And uh, and then you have Venus at the other end. So there's the struggle between what you value and love and family, and and also a struggle with friendships and the issues of death and transformation. And there's a whole lot of other statements going on there. So Saturn itself is uh, getting close to your ascendant. Uh, it's going to, so right now, retrograde. It will turn around and go across your ascendant. That nine-degree mark, close to what I was talking to the last caller about, in a completely different place, of course. But um, So you're looking at, as you come to the end of this year, you may find that you're feeling down, depressed, uh you could be feeling it now because it's still within a high leg, although it's not facing that direction. So you may not feel it till it turns. But um, you really have to be kind to yourself during that transit. And um, I should go forward and just tell you how long that's going to last because it can be very difficult. We 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 feel cold. I don't mean physically cold. We don't. We're not as nurturing to others. Uh, it goes direct uh, the end of uh, September, and then it, it goes direct around the three-degree mark, and it will go over, by by the end of December, it goes over your ascendant and comes into the first house. So Christmas time may not be the warmest time for you this year. You may find yourself feeling down, feeling under the weight of responsibilities. You may also feel like you're old, uh, all of those yeah, well, that's what happens, unfortunately, with with Saturn um, going over the ascendant, and other people may feel like you're being cold to them. So, the key is to be aware that this is happening in your chart. So, take time to be really kind to yourself. Take time to watch things that make you laugh, whether it's cat videos or or movies, whatever, or or a book that's funny, whatever it is. Take time to okay. do nice during this period because it will pass. It's not going to be there forever, and it's so important for people to know that because Saturn is not the fastest mover on the planet. And uh, and if you've been feeling down, depressed, and cold for a whole month, that can feel like forever to someone who's not like that. Right. Okay? So so just take care of yourself is what I'm saying. Uh Let's see what else is going on. And of course, with all these responsibilities, it's not surprising they could start to deflate. And then you, uh, when when we're dealing with the responsibilities, we don't realize all the feelings that are inside us. We don't allow ourselves to fall apart till the responsibilities are done. So all of that, you can take all of that into consideration. Okay. Okay. Let's see what else is going on here. We talked about Uranus. It's going back, and then it will turn around. Okay, Uranus is actually 
going to go back across that. I need to go look at my retrograde because it's, as it's going forward, it's working for you, and then it turns around. So it may not actually get that place sold as fast as I was saying. <laughs> if it turns around. Um, it stations retrograde on August the 7th. So let me just go to August the 7th and see where stationing, and that way we'll have a better idea. Because I hate for you to think it's going to happen and then it backs away. Yeah, it's going to go retrograde at two degrees, so it never makes it to the four degree mark. So you might get an offer, but it may not go through. Um, That's pretty much the way those things happen. So you have to wait till it turns around and comes back. And it around till the 7th of January. And then it will conjoin. And that will be... Oh, Lord, that's a long way away. You're not going to like me when I tell you these things. Oh, so Well, I, I should... this chart's just not a happy chart. I think I'm going to send it back. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't do anything about these things. Please don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> The house you know, is a lot sold. Of- the house is sold. We're just waiting for closing. Oh, good. Well, good. Then maybe it won't fall through. It'll just go. Um, wh- did you sell it recently? Um, yeah, it's sold within ten days. We're having problems working through closing. There's there's been some things popping up here and there. I'm hoping yeah, yeah. we're. Well, how we, we are- did you sign the contract that said it was sold? How how long ago was yes. that? Yes, when? Yes, yes, yes. I'm trying to think. Um, about a but month a ago. A month ago. Okay, you might be clear of that Mercury retrograde then. Let's keep our fingers crossed for you. Because if you're about to enter a Mercury retrograde, what happens with Mercury retrogrades is a lot of the time the stuff you threw against the wall that you thought stuck, it just falls off the wall. Um, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll have the closing probably the 20, or before the 21st of this month. Okay. They're pulling for you. <coughs> oh, gee, thanks. Probably going to come up, coming up in May of next year, and that may be where you personally decide that you want something else or you're going to change the way you're living or something is happening here where you're going to change your home around. I don't okay. know if you'll actually move or you're going to uh, just change everything in the house. <laughs> Usually that's what I tell people when they're in houses where they're, they love their home. I say, well, mm-hmm. just move the furniture around. It'll make Uranus happy. I'll <laughs> make them happy. Well, I can do that. <laughs> well, that's why I tell people that, because you can do that. <laughs> there are ways you can cooperate with the planets that seem to make them settle down. Um, you can't do that all the time, but there are that's a few things. That's fascinating. I never, I never knew that. Yeah. Hmm. No, it, I, it, actually, in there, anywhere in, in this as you're reading, do you see a son graduating next year around May or June from college? Is that something you can see that can happen in a chart? Actually, you can see it, but it's a little hard on the computer because I can't turn the paper around. Uh, is this your first son or second son, or what number in children? Three, the is last, the youngest one. And, and so that's number three? That's what number you three. Okay, so I have to count. This is... This is a completely different technique to figure that out. One, uh, two, uh, 
three. Okay, so third child would be here. See, if I had the chart on paper, I could move it around so I could look at it. But oh, I got to head around to try to figure out what. I think I'm going to have to call and just have you do a whole I, I think that might probably be easier on my head and neck. Uh, you're very. <laughs> I seem to be a bit of a challenge for everybody, Michelle. Well, it, it, it is, and if you saw what I was doing, you would understand. But I, there I aren't understand. that many. If you, if you can't, if you can't do it right now, I understand. Thank you. Okay. Well, I appreciate that because it is kind of a squeeze. But and what when when next January you were looking at, huh? Yeah. I, well, so, yeah. He he's basically I think supposed to graduate in May of next year. You know how they. Semest- two, two semesters. But, yeah, I, is there anything happy in my chart? I just want happy. You, can get- <laughs> <laughs> you are in your chart, and we are happy with you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, you were born with Jupiter and Uranus together in the seventh house, so you're a person who tends to be optimistic in relationships. So anytime you're feeling down, you need to just connect with someone, someone that you love. Much. Happy, and that 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 works. And yeah. uh, you, your progressed sun right now is in the fifth house, and and it's going to be there for still a little while longer, another ten years. So that is a happy sign. That gives you lots oh, of optimism. It also gives you lots of opportunity to explore the things you love, socializing, having fun. Uh, you have it in Gemini, so anything is possible with Gemini. You can. Uh, certainly, comedy is big with Gemini. Gemini is the sign of the comedian. So, mm-hmm. invest in comedy. That's what I would say to you because it's the house of investments. Of course, you're saying, but I want something that's more physical than, I don't know, a doll that makes you laugh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've got physical? a doll or two. I've got several dolls, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. It doesn't surprise me. Taurus on that cusp. Taurus is the craftsman, you know, and and uh-huh. when we put in feminine energy to it, because Venus rules Taurus, uh, we get dolls. They're beautifully crafted and gorgeous, and and uh, yeah. So if you've got something that makes you laugh, so much the better. But this really is saying do things, uh, enjoy yourself, play. Play is the statement with the sun in this house, and in Gemini it says play with others, have a social adventure. Uh, especially if it's comedic. So, you know, throw a party that is a comedy party. Pick a funny movie and have everyone come over dressed in some funny thing. I don't know. <laughs> Barbara, we're dressing up for Thanksgiving. I guess so. I guess so. Okay, we, we got to move on. Got to move on, Jean. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. Take care, Jean. So great to talk with you. Thank you, dear. Bye-bye. Okay, she is a she works hard and she gets very little compensation for all of her work. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. We've got Brittany on the line. Hi Brittany, right. you're on the air. Hi, thank you so much. What a fun show. <laughs> I am um I'm calling because I wanted to know if you can give me some astrological insight on my relationship. Yeah, but you got to give me your date of birth first. Sure. My birthday is April 1st, 1982. 
I was born in Trenton, New Jersey at 10.54 a.m. And then my boyfriend's date of birth is April 13th. I can't do him while I'm doing him. Okay, 10, what time, 10, what time did you say, 10? 10.54 a.m. 54 a.m. And Trenton, New Jersey. NJ. And so she puts an NY. What did you do that for? I don't know. Okie dokie. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't have, um, I don't have that kind of space to put him into. We just don't have the time for that. Otherwise, I would, certainly. But I can see a lot about, you know, if you ever want to do relationship astrology, give me a holler. I certainly do it, and we'll tell you exactly what's going on. Right now you have Pluto going through your seventh house, which if you've managed to stay together uh, since that entered your house is a little while back, I'd say you're doing pretty darn good. Pluto tends to blast things apart. It throw, it's like taking dynamite and throw it in, throwing it into a relationship when it enters this house. And uh, so, you know, you're holding it together, that's pretty, that, that is in itself is impressive. But it is not by itself because Saturn is behind it and Saturn will enter this house uh, not far down the road. And uh, in relationships, I've never seen anybody destroy them faster than Saturn. So if there are issues in your relationship, it's time to get them worked out, um, So let's see, you know, the thing with relationship astrology, I will explain this to you, okay? Uh, If you set the two charts together so that you can see where his planets land in your chart and you can see where your planets land in his chart, you will see what activations are taking place between your planets. And invariably, in relationships, and this goes for everybody who's ever had a relationship with anything or anyone, Um, the hard aspects in your own chart, and let's just look for a second at your chart and let me pinpoint an aspect. So you have the moon at 17 degrees Cancer. The north node is at 18 degrees Cancer. They're in the first house. And you were born uh, with your sun at 11 degrees Aries. Uh, That is a square. That's called a square in astrology. It's approximately a 90-degree angle. Actually, it's a little bit out, so if they weren't luminaries, it wouldn't stick, okay? But 10 degrees, uh, luminaries can handle. So I'd say this is a square. It's what we call a wide orb square, which tells me your mom and dad didn't always get along. Your dad was always moving rather quick, and your mom was trying to do all the things that a mom normally would do, which means being, you know, taking care of the kids, making sure everybody's dressed, and your father was out the door, so it did not uh, make for as good a relationship between them as it should have. And as a result of that, uh, you have your masculine side and your feminine side don't always get along. It's like I feel like I need to take care of myself and nurture myself, but then there's another part of you who says, no, I really have to get out there. I need to work. I have to have a career. I have to be seen. I have to lead. I have to get out. So there's, you go back and forth. This is a challenge that's inside of you that's been there since you were born, and it's the result that comes as a result of the way your mom and dad were. Okay? Does that make sense to you? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Okay. Really well, well, what happens when we put your chart with your, your husband or boyfriend or you know, we could go on and on. It doesn't matter whose chart. There's going to be more than likely an activation of that square 
from the person that you are with. And when it goes to a hard aspect like it has been with Pluto and now it's going to be with Uranus, I mean with Saturn, what happens is that square gets more difficult to handle. So you take the time to learn the squares that belong to you and how to work with them to find out what squares your boyfriend has or your husband has and help them understand them, and then you actually can make the relationship work. We bring people into our lives to activate the challenges we set for ourselves so we are forced to see them. Perfect. Okay, Thank hopefully. You so- you're, you're so welcome. <laughs> you're so oh, welcome. Please. And hopefully that that's very- helpful. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. And the good news you have a beautiful Jupiter transit going through your fifth house, so you should have some fun. And it is uh, when it turns around here on Tuesday, it's going to start to activate your progressed moon. So it may be a good time for a family reunion, a get-together with family, learn all kinds of secrets. It's a great, it can be a really great time for a gathering. Okay. Thank okay, you. Okay, thanks. thanks for calling, Brittany. That's Take care of yourself, Brittany. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. So if you have two people's charts, yes. you can actually put them together and see if they fit? <laughs> yeah, I guess the, I wouldn't exactly call them fit, but yes. And that's what we do. When when I do relationship astrology, I take your chart, okay? And I take mm-hmm. your natal chart and your progress chart. And then outside of your natal chart and your progress chart, I add whoever it is that you're looking at having a relationship with. You know, that could be your dog, it could be your boyfriend, a husband, a partner, um, anything. Your child, it could be anybody. And then you're able to see how that individual, what is that individual going to bring to you? How are they activating your chart? And then we do the reverse for them so they see how you are activating them. When you understand those things, you see what you brought this person in to learn more, and you also see the beautiful areas where you really smoothly work together. That's really cool. If if ever I decide I want to be with someone else, I'll have to remember to check with you first. Well, I always, you know, when I used to teach the classes, I used to tell people this is, I consider astrology a relationship insurance. Number one, the first thing in this day and age, since we tend to meet people from across the world, I mean, it could be through the Internet. You could meet somebody Anyway, it's not like it used to be where people were in your community and you knew something about them. And uh, so the very first thing I look for is honesty. Is the person that you're looking at honest? You don't want to go into business or go into marriage or go into any relationship with someone who is going to be dishonest. Uh, That, to me, is just the most dangerous thing you could do. So uh, that's the very first thing. And I will tell you right up front, yes, this person is, no, this person is not. Uh, or this person will be dishonest under these kinds of situations. And Oof. so you will know. And uh, and that that can be tremendous. And uh, and certainly if one person has tremendous integrity and the other person simply does not have it, that is just calling for a situation that's going to be tr- tremendously difficult. I don't Absolutely. care how much, magn- how much magnetism <laughs> you have. 
in my class, I used to tell my students, you can have tremendous magnetism with a mass murderer. Do you want to have a relationship with one? No. <laughs> you, have, you have a very good point. And we've got, we've got somebody else on the line here that said, no, no mass murderers. Um, okay, we've got <laughs> Melissa on the line here. Hi, Melissa, okay. you're live. Hi, hi, ma'am. Thank you for taking my call. And uh, my question, I'm talking to USA, is do you uh, see me having more income? Because I, um, I uh, want to open in, in a business. In a... Okay, we're uh, going to need your birth date. Uh, 11-377. November 3rd, 1977. And your time of birth? Three in the morning. So you don't know the exact time? No, it was three in the morning. It says three o'clock, my birth certificate. Okay. So, uh, and where were you born? Uh, United States, Texas. No, no, the city. Uh, Austin. Austin. Okay. Let's go take a look. And Texas, that is a big state. If you were just had Texas, I'd be lost. <laughs> <laughs> At least if you said Rhode Island, we might be able to work with it. <laughs> okay, so what you're asking is, uh, is is there any signature here that says you're going to increase your income? Is that the question you asked? Yes, thank you. Please. Yeah, well, it looks like you should be doing it even as we speak. Jupiter is sitting on top of Uranus in your chart. Uh, it isn't there at this moment because it's retrograde, but as of Tuesday, it will start applying and it will be back in motion. Uh, I would be, at this point, taking a look at where that might be coming from. Uh, Jupiter in your chart rules uh, physical property. It rules the house of your mom uh, or your home of biological connection. Uh, it also rules marriages and partnerships. So that seems to be where there is opportunity to have more income. Um, it's not coming from what I can see immediately as the work sector, although um, there is a statement here with Uranus uh, that you could be receiving it as a result of um, this peculiar statements, uh, as a result of service as a result of anyone who maybe you know who was in military service, and uh, and it could also be just as a result of uh, something to do um, with the workplace that you are, may have at this point in time. So you've got this activation. Um, Jupiter normally does expand money when it's sitting in the house of money and it's activating a planet in that house. Let's see if we've got a secondary signature that helps. And we, we're looking for is Venus, but Venus is a 21 Libra, so the, we don't have any action there. And the progressed Venus is a 12 Sag. So if you do not see that while this transit is active, which basically you'll, it would be next week or the week after because this goes to 14 degrees, then the next big option would be when it hits close to 12 degrees in the next sign, which is coming up. So that's sometime this uh, late, I would say late this fall, but let me 
go forward. I mean, it might be the beginning of winter or even further. Let's see here. Um, we're looking at around the 5th of January, it is active on your Venus. So you're looking at from around uh, the first week or so of January to uh, probably as as uh, the end of the second week. That would be your time parameter for the second option. And let's see if I see anybody else that could do anything for you. You might find yourself taking action, but but this looks like probably the better time because even your progressed Mars has has a little. I'm trying to help. It's saying, <laughs> and where Mercury is, you've got Mercury twenty scorp and progressed six. Well, it is also possible that if it comes through your career when uh, Jupiter hits twenty degrees, which would be I think November. Uh, late November, it might, um, that could bring you uh, a, a better paycheck in terms of your career if you've, you've got, if you're getting paychecks now. So those are the options that I see right here. Let me just see if that's, I probably didn't give you quite the right date there for that last option. If that's 20 degrees, let's Take that right in there. Yeah, you're looking, actually it's sooner. It's about September 13th to about the end of September. So those are your key time frames right now. I hope that's helpful. Thank you so much for helping. Thank you. I didn't understand you. You're all muffled. (laughs) Thank you very, very much for a talented reading. appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. I hope that works. <laughs> those are good options, and, you know, not everybody even has those, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for calling, Melissa. You have a wonderful Melissa. Yes. Okay, we've got Candace here. Hi, Candace. you're on the air. 31st. 1953. Okay, wait, I didn't catch the month. I didn't hear the month. December. December? Okay, 31st. 1953. Okay. 3.15 a.m. 3.15 a.m. Newton, N-E-W-T-O-N, Mass. Newton, Massachusetts. Okay. Let's go for it. See what you've got. All right. So, anything that you wanted me to kind of focus on? Well, uh, elderly mothers' health and um, organizing and selling of her home and things. You know. Mm. Um, yeah. That's the yeah, I see I see and I mean I see Pluto on top of your North Node. It's also on top of your Chiron. So, oh boy, that's kind of weighty. You're going through a lot, and 
Well, I have and people, I, sister and brother that help, kind of. <laughs> yeah, well, your Pluto is in what we call a quincunx action to Pluto in your chart. And uh, and your north node is in Capricorn and Chiron is in Capricorn and they're all in the second house. So there's all the, these, you're going through a lot uh, of looking at old age, looking at where you were most injured as a child as a result of people who are older, people who are in positions of authority over you. Uh, you are looking uh, the North Node tells me that, you know, this is part of what you said I would do in this lifetime. It was a promise made from another lifetime that you would be there to handle this situation and to master this situation. So oh. a lot that I'm saying in one, I mean, I feel the weight of it in my heart. It's It's really huge. And even though you can speak lightly of it, this is a very deep thing and, and, it, and it's touching you at a very deep level. Uh, that quincunx causes a lot of stress and there is a going back and forth and back and forth. And it may be a back and forth regarding something uh, that may be like hospice or, uh, or some legal paperwork or legal issues. Um, there are things here that are not easy to decide. So it's, it's really a challenging time for you and my heart goes out to you. Um, we all have challenging moments in our lives or periods of life. This is one of them in yours. And, uh, uh, you know, your your Saturn, um, seven degrees of Scorpio, so Jupiter on over your Saturn, and it's about to go over your moon on Tuesday. So I don't know if your mom will live past Tuesday. Um, Jupiter stationing right on your moon. Wait, 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 wait. You said you're wondering if my mom will live past Tuesday? I did say that. yes. I'm not saying for sure that she wouldn't, but there's something no, 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 happening. No. Yeah, no, no, I understand that. But you're saying Tuesday of next week? That's when Jupiter stations on the moon. So yeah. there is not that Jupiter usually uh, has anybody leave the body at that moment, but I'll tell you this. People who have lived very good lives, that's a lot of time a signature. When they leave, they leave with the angels surrounding them, and that's the statement of Jupiter. So if oh, your no, mom I, does... I yeah, no, I understand what you said. There could be some sort of a significant event then. Got it. Yes. Hmm. yes. Uh, but, it, it, you know, if I was seeing this in my own family's chart, because that yes. moon, you were born with the moon in a, in a quincunx action to your natal Jupiter. So there's also a Jupiter, quincunx Jupiter, um, at the same time, while it's stationing, I, I would want to be there. This is not a day that I would say, oh, you know, I'm going to go out for a picnic or I'm going to Bandon Beach and I'll come back. I'll see you guys later. I would be there. Yeah, no, I really, really appreciate that. She has Parkinson's and she's also an asthmatic and COPD and we just had a meeting on palliative care, but Palliative care was if she was going back and forth to the hospital, she's not. But, you know, anything could happen that, you know, with her breathing that yeah. could, um, she could even fall, you know, whatever, you know, that could well, actually, impact. None of them are actually those kinds of statements. So that is a good thing. I, of course, I didn't check to see if Mars was doing anything hard on that day or Mars is in Aquarius and, 
uh, Mars uh, will square that moon. It's actually uh, Mars is in retrograde, and it's going to turn around here pretty soon. And when it's stationed, it's, it's, it may be making a square at that point in time. Um, I'd have to go forward to look at that. Um, usually Saturn that stops people from breathing or uh, stops whatever. It's, it's Saturn is the one who usually makes option. And it usually takes right. three, six years for a person to physically leave the body. But the fact that a planet is actually stationing on top of your moon, <laughs> it may be if, if your mom has not had a lot of illumination where she isn't really communicating with you as clearly as you'd like, it may be just that on that day she will do it. Suddenly you'll be able to ask her anything she remembers. That could be as simple as what it may be. So, Well, it's funny you say that because we've been dealing with this hearing aid issue, and she's complaining it's not working. And then I finally said, maybe her ears have wax in it, and they were 95% clogged. So oh, now wow. She, I know. So now, and we and they lost a hearing aid and all this stuff, and, and so we were having her, we had a meeting, and she actually, she could hear us and was communicating. She was having uh, delusional communication, so, you know, she was saying she was with 16 people or something weird going on, but I'm wondering what will happen now that she has had this cleared, and, you know, she's been isolated for, I don't know how long, with this blockage. Wow. So now, and possibly living in her own world, so I am wondering if she will, you know, start communicating again and being more participatory. Yeah. Instead, so, of, instead of everything being based around the disease, being based around her not participating because she couldn't hear anything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, this could be that moment uh, that oh, Jupiter huh. makes things very uh, clear. It makes them bigger. It makes them more obvious. So all of anything's possible there, and it usually doesn't hurt anybody. But if a person does leave with the Jupiter signature, they're leaving because they're really happy to go. <laughs> so um, oh, it's always and I wouldn't be one- surprised of that herself. You know, you know, just, oh, I mean, her husband's been dead for thirteen years. So yeah, you know, you know, I I, I get it. You know, hmm. I mean, and it's just yeah. I don't know. You know why I do astrology, and and I don't realize I don't know how many people understand why I do astrology. But years ago, I had a cousin who fell five stories from a parking lot onto a oh. concrete ground oh and God. broke oh everything in his body. And he was young, like twenty two. And uh, I went to see him, and he was in the hospital, and the doctors didn't know. Would he live? Would he walk? Would he talk? They didn't know anything. He was broken. All he was on life support, right. and uh, I, the only solace I could find was at astrology. So I immediately delineated his charts, and I could identify when he would talk, when he would start walking again. I knew wow. he was going well. I knew all of that, and right. the doctor, of course, didn't believe it. But I was able to tell my aunt and tell my uncle and tell everybody who was his friends that this is what was going to happen. And, indeed, everything I said exactly happened. And wow. uh, if you see him today, you'd never know he was in that accident. But that's why I do astrology, because when we're able to look into a chart and identify something, even if it's a parent leaving, and we right. can see how they're leaving, 
there's something that's lifted from us. We all, for some reason, want to blame ourselves for everything. <laughs> and we have to stop doing that. Astrology takes that away from you. You can't blame yourself. I do that with pets when I can't, you know, when it's near time. I, I, I can't go without talking to them or finding out what their feelings are. So similar, but I, you know, I, I just know, but I also want to know more. You know, I don't <laughs> just want to let it go. So that's so. So Tuesday's going to be a significant day, no matter what happens. That's I'm really, I really appreciate hearing that, so that I can hear whatever she has to say or whatever transpires, which um, I may need to hear. You know, I I, think, I, I, I would think, also, you know, I would also you, get you a, may also you may also I, I end up. I'm sorry. Okay, one at a time. <laughs> yeah. I, I would also say I would also say get a get a small tape recorder and record what she says. Mm, yeah, that's, that's a good idea for my sister and brother. That's a great idea. Yep. That's a great idea because uh, there's also a trine from your progressed sun to to the moon as Jupiter is uh, conjoining the moon and also trining your progressed sun. So she may find herself uh, illuminating, giving you more information about your dad. Uh, things that maybe you didn't know. Um, and you may also have your own experience with this combination because this is your chart we're reading where uh, right. through right. your mother you have some revelation or some understanding or some imaging or some some experience that allows you to know more. You will yep. realize of why she is the way she is and why you are the way you are and how your father uh, interfaced with both of you that may have created uh, a kind of energy that uh, uh, has resulted in certain perspectives. Yeah. I, well, I'm so sorry, Michelle. We we got to move on. <laughs> okay, okay I know. Well, thank you so thank you so much. That, that Tuesday was very important. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for calling. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Those are the kind of calls you want to spend the whole hour with. Um, All right, so it's hard. Being in a human body is no piece of cake, although I love cake. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. We have we have another Michelle here. Hi, Michelle, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Well. Can you tell us your date of birth? October 12th. 1966, and I was born in Kenosha, Wisconsin, at 1.19 p.m. 1.19 p.m., Kenosha, Wisconsin. Okie dokie. October 12th. One of my best friends is born on October 12th, but many, many years earlier. Oh. (laughs) Nice. I love October 12th. (laughs) It's a wonderful Libra. Libra is a, a a bit of a challenging. I, I consider Libra one of the more challenging signs because they are such diplomats and they are so kind and they want so much to make everybody happy that sometimes they lose sight of who they yeah. are and don't give to themselves as much as they should. So very true. <laughs> yeah. So look 
your chart, what is it? You, I can tell right off the bat that, you know, you also, I talked to somebody earlier who was having Saturn going over the Ascendant. Well, you have just had it go over the Ascendant, and it's in retrograde. It's going to go over it again. So um, practice laughter and joy and caring for yourself no matter what anybody says. You need your fluffy slippers and your big piece of ice cream or ice cream bowl and, and a funny movie. You need those things right now. That's what I did tonight. That's really weird that you said that. Like, weird. (laughs) (laughs) And um, the lady that you just talked to before, I'm going through, like, the same thing. Even as far as the hearing aids, my mom's ears being plugged. My mom has dementia with Lewy bodies. She said her mom has Parkinson's. Lewy bodies is what's also found in Parkinson's. And she has the hallucinations, the delusions. Almost like the same call. It was really weird when she was. Oh, my Lord. Something. Yeah. Challenging. Yeah. You have. um, No. You you have to be kind to yourself and take good care of yourself because it's very easy to wear out when you're you're concerned about someone you love. It's so easy. And you don't even realize you're wearing out. That's that's the. I feel like I'm wearing out, though. I really do. Well, you've gone a little far. You're not supposed to go that far, but okay. Back up and take better care. Um, Jupiter, for you, uh, is on your, uh, it's going to be on your south node here shortly. Um, Once it goes direct, it will be on your south node in about two weeks' time. So it will be applying as soon as it goes direct on Tuesday. And uh, so that opens up uh, possibilities of uh, uh, connecting with people from, past lives or through career or through being out in the public somewhere, uh, you may find yourself connecting. could even be through the Internet, but that's less likely. Um, so you, you you may find some people that you automatically feel comfortable with, and, uh, and uh, they'll be back in your lives. Your progressed Mars is right on top of your natal natal moon. And so this is, is this your mom you were talking about that you're caring for? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're right at 29 degrees. Um, we call in astrology 29 degrees the critical degree. It means that we as soul uh, have said, I will accomplish this this time around. And uh, so doing service to your mom is something that you as soul made a promise you would do. And uh, and you will complete this time. So um, you are there for her, and that's... You were born with that Mars at 29 degrees of Leo. Wow. Yeah, 29 degrees, you're saying, I will use my energy this time in the way that I should, in, in the leadership role, not just the play role. And so you've been you've been working hard at this. You are, mm-hmm. this is your last lifetime with Mars in Leo. Uh, your next one, you'll come in with Mars in Virgo. No more Mars and Leo for you. You've got it at 29 degrees, 59 minutes. You were one minute short of getting to the next sign. It's amazing. <laughs> you don't see that. Let me tell you. <laughs> you don't see that every day. Uh, Uranus has uh, just recently moved into uh, your fourth house. And uh, and in your fourth house there, you're starting uh, to feel a need 
to move or to make changes. Again, you can do what I mentioned to someone else. You can move the furniture around. <laughs> That'll at least make you feel a little better. But uh, there's no – we just feel unsettled when Uranus is in this house. We don't feel at home like we used to feel at home. There's a change, and uh, and it just it doesn't get better. <laughs> Uranus will take its time going through that house, but it doesn't get better. Um, so those are the key planets. Uh, Pluto, of course, is at 20 degrees Capricorn going also through your first house. And uh, at 20 degrees, uh, it is activating Neptune in your chart in a sextile. So there is uh, opportunity, is the statement, opportunity um, for you to have a greater understanding in terms of uh, your career, in terms of uh, what is powerful, what is meaningful, what is intimacy, what is uh, what is it that is really there underneath everything? What is the strength of things? What is behind everything? And uh, and there is this opportunity to transform yourself, who you are. Uh, there's a whole question of uh, uh, how much power should I have? Am I powerful? Where is that power? How do I transform to have the security within that power? There's a whole lot of statements going on here. And this is a time where, um, as it continues, you're going to um, start uh, looking at what is it that I wish for? What is it that I really want? And uh, those questions will come to bear here shortly. And so you're in a point. You're at a point in your life where transforming who you are is what this whole experience is really about. As you finish up and give to your mom and finish the promise of service that you made, you're going to also step into a transformation of who you are now becoming. That will fulfill the wish that you have in your heart that you may not even be aware of yet. So it's a very, this is a very important and very pinpoint kind of time for you in your world. So. Wow. No, I hope you a lot of things that in my mind. Does it say anything like somebody will? I'll meet anyone. Uh, someone to show I'm up in terms. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you have Jupiter in this house in the seventh house, in the house of marriage. You were born with Jupiter there, so but it's late in the house. So you, you've waited. I don't know why you've waited, uh, except that you told yourself you would, and maybe that's why you've waited, because you wanted to make sure you did the service and you didn't want anyone to get in the way of that. Uh, we do things for so many reasons that are not easily identified. But Uranus right now is making a square to Jupiter, um, so as it's saying, I'm challenged with change, I'm challenged, can I do a relationship? I don't know if I can be stable in a relationship right now. Uranus will move, and it's not going to be at two degrees much longer. It does go back, so it probably is until the middle of next year that you're completely free of these thoughts. But uh, as you um, move forward, uh, Jupiter is going to move into uh, Sag coming up uh, in just a few months. And when it does, it's going to activate your natal Jupiter. 
So there is a doorway there. Let's see where Venus is. Venus is also in an air sign. You were born within Libra as your sun, really close to your sun. It rose just before the sun when you were born, on the day you were born. And uh, because of that, it will also be activated by Jupiter. And, and so there's very strong possibilities that you could fall in love even uh, this coming fall um, when Jupiter hits that 9, 10 degree, 11 degree mark in Sag as it first goes in. And you definitely, because it's also going to conjoin your sun. So your progressed sun is at 10 degrees. And your progressed Jupiter, you really have an opportunity at this point in time uh, to connect with someone and have a relationship that will uh, become a marriage. If that's what you want, you've got an opportunity coming up. The key here is not to let your honest get in the way, not to say, well, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe You need to, when the doorways open up, you need to ask yourself, what is best for me? And how do I juggle what is going on in my life? Is that I can have it and ask for help ask for spirit to give you the help and show you the direction you'll find it trust you can do this okay. I trust you can do it I believe you will do it. these signatures don't come around every 15 minutes Jupiter uh, <laughs> would not be in that, seven, that 11th house again for another 12 years and it will not again, connect with your son in the way it's going to connect now. Because 12 years from now, Jupiter, your progressed son will have moved into the 12th house instead of being in the house of wishes and dreams. This is your opportunity. Take it. Don't back down. Take it. Okay. So in fall, though. Sounds exciting. This coming fall, you bet. Okay. Thank you. It's so exciting. We got, yeah, we, we got to move on, Michelle. And <clears throat> thank you so much. It was really yeah. unbelievable. You're, You're welcome. so welcome. And, and the other thing is that that all of these shows do go up on my YouTube channel. So if you want to get the archive of the show and listen again or download it, so that you can, you know, take out your part and isolate it, you can do that. Okay. Thank you. Okie doke. Take care now. Take care. You too. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless us. Boy, tonight is a heavy night. Um, Capital Moon and Aries. This is a heavy night. Now, did you say that, that Mercury was in retrograde? Not yet. What is retrograde now? Jupiter. Jupiter is retrograde right now. When did it go uh, retrograde? It, 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 I have to go back and tell you. Give me a second here. I normally keep that page open so I can always refer to it. Jupiter went retrograde on the 8th of March. Okay, in retrograde, been... uh, Mars is retrograde. It went retrograde on the 26th of June. I think we talked about that the last time we were on the air. Mm-hmm. And Mercury will go retrograde on the 25th of July. Damn, why can't they just keep going straight? <laughs> because we have this lovely orbit. And Neptune, of course, is retrograde. It's been retrograde since the 18th of June and will be till November. So, Damn. 
All right. Well, we got Sonia on. Let's see if if we can we can get a happy camper here. <laughs> Hi, Sonia. Hello. You're on the air. Hello. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Um, I wanted to call in to ask a question about my dog. Um, he is mm. you know, not doing well at the moment, and. Um, well, he was doing well, but, you know, due to the fireworks and the um, thunders and all that, he just um, took an unexpected turn. How old um, is he? Yeah, so um, I took him to the vet today, and he got um, a shot to calm him down a bit, but he um, he hasn't been eating just drinking water, and it told me that, you know, to give it some time. Because mm-hmm. um, I need to how, give him a How old is he? He's how, how old is 12. your dog? Almost 12. Okay. And what kind um, of dog? Like a, he is like a, is a mix, a Puru and, and Yorkie. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Puru, Puru and Schnauzer. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, for some reason. How hmm. oh, peculiar. My computer decided that it should take a break. Okay. Well, well, okay, it's um, coming right back. It's it's back. So let's let's get your date of birth and and let's see what's happening in your sixth house. Go ahead. And when were you born? What's your date? Uh, February fifteenth. February fifteenth, and the year nineteen nineteen seventy. 1970, and your time of birth? Um, 3 p.m. Oops, come on, computer, don't do that. 3 p.m., and where were you born? Um, do I have to say that on the air? Well, yeah. um, if, I don't know how else I can put it in here. Um, I can't really look at your chart if I don't have a location. Uh, so, Georgetown. Uh, Georgetown? Yeah. And which Georgetown would that be? There's several of them in the country. Um, well, it's not the U.S. It's a country called Guyana, G-U-Y-A-N-A. Oh, Guyana, G-U-Y-A-N-A. I know. Okay, got it. Okay. okay. I've got that. We can do that. All righty then. Uh, however, yeah, there it is. Weird. This computer's doing some weird stuff now. I don't like that. But okay, we can go along with this. We can work with it. February fifteenth, nineteen seventy. I got it. Three p.m. Okay. Yeah, even the symbols. Everything looks strange on my computer right now. But anyway, let's see. For your dog, you know, you have a little. You have a Yorkie mix. Is that what you said? It's, uh, no, it's Poodle and Schnauzer. Oh, Poodle and Schnauzer. Okay. So it's not a really little dog because you have Satch on that cusp, and that's usually not a little dog. Yeah, he's um, about 20 pounds. Well, it's, it's to me still little. I have a dog that's 50. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, Jupiter rules that house, and Jupiter right now is retrograde, as I've said a hundred times today. Um, and when it turns around, it's going to move forward. And 
and it is uh, when it moves forward, it can. It looks like you could join your Pluto, your progressed Pluto. So that's not the best sign. Let's see, but that can also be just a transformation. So let's not jump to conclusions. Let's see here. Thirteen degrees, and who else do we have working in this chart? You have to give me a little bit. My computer has created a chart unlike any I've quite seen. So I don't know where that's coming from. So there is a quincunx action to Mars. Not a really good sign. And a quincunx action to your sun progressed. Also not the best sign. I'm looking for some protection here. Uh, Venus, you were born with Venus in Pisces. God bless you. A wonderful, compassionate heart. Um, let's see here. Natal Pluto is in Virgo. So you do have a nice connection to Natal Pluto, but it's out of... You've got the node active. I don't ever... That's not really close, though. And Saturn. Hmm. I don't have the best prognosis, but I can tell you this. Even without the best prognosis, it doesn't mean your dog is leaving the planet. So do not jump to that conclusion. You do have Neptune working to help your dog. And Neptune, being in Pisces, is in a very strong position to give you help. So there is probably some medicine that will be helpful. Yeah, um, I, I have it. I just I just need to know like by when you think he'll because he doesn't want to eat right now. Um, no, that's okay though. You know, they can go. Dogs can go a good three days without eating, no problem. I mean, I've just gone through this with my dog. Uh, you would not even believe what I've been through so, with my dog. The thing is, I have to give him his pills, and he won't take it unless there's food. No, you gotta, he doesn't want to eat. You've got to just Peanut. take you know, his mouth and put it all the way down. My husband is a professional at this, and I've learned, because we have Peanut to walk her. They try Peanut to butter. bed. And they, would just no. able, they just give him a shot today for his nerves. That's about yeah. it. And I'm like, you guys are professionals, and you were able to give him a spill. So then they put him in a little bag, and they gave it to me, and we tried. We tried tonight. He just he just didn't want it. So we just, you know, uh, give him some water. I just I just have him outside for a little bit now, and of course the fireworks don't help at all. No, no fireworks. Do you, you have? No, I don't understand. Fourth of July was yesterday. Why are they continuing today? Oh, go on, they can go on for weeks. We don't even want to get there, you know. <laughs> My dog does not like fireworks. She, I have her thunder shirt for her, and I put it on her as soon as I start to hear him, and then she yeah. just like wants to crawl on top of me or under me or hide somewhere, and it's just awful and you just feel like I think we ought to have doggy earplugs is what I think we should have I think that would be much better but but you, you do have to give them the medicine and, and you have to literally just open their mouth, pry it open and put it right down their throat and then they'll take it that's what you have to do and what I do is I put a little bit of butter on it and my dog always will lick the butter even if she doesn't want anything. And, well, actually, she turned the butter down once and I just stuck it on her nose and she licked it off her nose. But uh, you really have to do that. 
the other thing that you can do is get homeopathics if you live in a city that has a, a decent um, store that's either a health food store or a store that has a grocery that has a good health food department. Get a homeopathic. There's one called Calms Forte. Uh, there's a couple of them that are specifically for calming, and they work with dogs. There's also rescue for dogs. So if you have, uh, usually any Kroger store has a good health food, and there's a lot of different company, a lot of stores across the country that are Kroger stores. Um, not only, not only that, but most vets will make any um, prescription into a liquid for you. Well, that's hmm. yeah, they, gave me, they gave me some stuff for his anxiety because even before that, before all this, he was always an anxious dog and with the thundering and stuff, so they gave me some pills today. Well, they they can be made into a liquid. And then and you can put them in a, in a little syringe kind of thing, a little dropper, and just drop them into his throat, you know. Yeah. That would probably be the best way to go. You you could actually probably just crush them into a powder in a little bit of water and then put them in a dropper and put them in. You could do yeah. that. Yeah. That'll work. Okay. You have to do something because you have to keep him calm so that once he calms all the way down, he'll start eating again. My dog will not eat when she's upset. There's no way. You, I don't care. My dog yeah, is just. It's just the breathing and all the panting he was doing, and um, yeah, that, mine that's doesn't mean, That's yeah, I, I, I really think he's going to be okay. I don't yeah, think it's his time. Yeah, but when do you see him feeling better? I, I would say or within started. two or three days. Two or three days, she okay. should be feeling much better. Yeah, I don't feel it's his. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't feel it's his time at all. Right. Because well, I went with my friend and she was crying and I started crying, and it's like you know we have to not be time strong, to cry you know? yet. No, no, no. Please yeah. understand too. Dogs pick up on your energy. That's so, right. So, so your I'm dog easily, yeah, your dog could easily be picking up on your anxiety and reacting to that. Right. That's, no, no. I understand, but I'm trying to. I'm being strong for everyone right now. Well, what okay. you do is. Put on some happy music. Dogs like music. Most dogs do. Yeah, like today he was he was all day in my office with me sitting. He never comes in here, just mm-hmm. sometimes. But he yeah. was by my side all day. Yeah, that's what my dog does. When she's afraid, she's on, on top of me. I mean, if she could crawl on top of me, she would. I mean, last night, because the, in Pennsylvania we had a ban on fireworks, but I don't know when they lifted the ban, and it's like World War Three. People went crazy buying all these very, um, you know, prohibited fireworks, very loud. There were a lot of them, and people just went crazy. This has been going on for three weeks now with this firework nonsense. Yeah. Well, it, it's just... Um... I, I think he's probably reacting more to your nerves than, than his nerves at this moment. Yeah, it's a combination. So, yeah. Yeah. Two, three he, days, he should be fine. But yeah, make sure you get the pills down him. Yeah. Yeah. Get the pills down I'll try with this arrange. Yep. Yeah. It does work. A little dropper. So, and the other so thing the, that you do, if you have mm-hmm. lavender oil, Rub the lavender oil around his his neck and like over his ears, on the outside. Okay. 
pictures, I'll and, and that would be helpful to calm him. I do all of these things. Do you have a thunder shirt for your dog? You should get one if you He don't. won't let me put it on. He's just very territorial, with, you know. He won't let me. Put a sweatshirt wow. on him. Yeah, because the, the, for some reason he won't let me do certain things, but my yeah. friend can do a lot of things to him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so, I'm sure in two or three days he'll be eating and you'll feel better. All right. Well, thank you so much because I'm really worried about him. You know, he means the no, world to me. It, it's not his time. Okay. I okay. will say. I will certainly be uh, praying for him. What is your dog's name? Luigi. Luigi. Got it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had okay. an uncle Luigi. It'd be easy for me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank, thank, thank you for calling. Right? Thank you for calling, Sonia. <laughs> Take care of yourself, Sonia. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, hey, sweet, our, sweet. Our, animals, our animals are our babies. I know. I do, I do know what she feels like. Okay, we've got Tara. Hi, Tara, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Oh, good. What's your date of birth, Tara? Um, eleven November 3rd, 1985? Yeah. Ooh, what is my computer doing? Okay, here we go. <laughs> and what time were you born? Um, 2.21 a.m. 3.21 a.m.? And Two. location. I'm sorry, 2.21? Two. Yes. Okay, let me get that back. Uh, sugar tomato sauce. There we go. Okay, and where were you born? Um, it's Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Oh gosh. Let's see if she comes up nicely. Ah, look up successful. Very nice. Okay, let's go take a look. Okay. And anything you are looking at in particular, you have a. Thank you for calling us. You have a lot of planets below the horizon. You tend to be more of an introvert than an extrovert, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> takes takes a lot of courage to get on the phone when you're like that, but. It does. Yeah. So tell um, me, what are you looking at? Um, my north node. I saw that. Um, is Uranus? Is is it coming to my north node, or what is? What does it that mean? Definitely is. So, so for those who don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> I'm excited to know another one who is an astrologer or student of astrology. Um, the North yeah. Node is what is Soul's purpose? What are you here to achieve? What did you, as Soul, say you were going to make sure you accomplished in this lifetime? So this is key, uh, and you have it in Taurus, and it's in the eighth house. The eighth house is the house of intimacy. It's the house where we share resources with each other. Uh, whether it's our money or our body, this is the house we share. And uh, it's coming from Taurus through Aries. So there's a couple of statements there in terms of how you as souls say, I want to understand the secrets of intimacy. I want to understand the issues of security and how, through shared resources, I can become 
secure in life. I want to understand the ownership of property and how using others' resources or mixing my resources can establish uh, um, a balance of fairness and security for me. And I want to do all of this by really, truly pushing myself out there and getting out in front and discovering it. I want to explore these possibilities. So it's not just holding back and letting them come to me, but I'm willing to explore. To have Uranus go over the North Node, of course, it is also opposing the South Node because we have them in alignment. So Uranus here says, I could have some sudden experiences, literally out of the blue, and they could be inspirations, but more than likely through Taurus, they will be through uh, the senses. So it's not so much I'm sleeping and I hear something or I see something. It's more I touch something and I become aware um, because it's through the senses. And, uh, and Uranus, it could also, I mean, you could find yourself doing some kind of dance and that dance gives you information. So, uh, but it's out of the blue, it's sudden, it's unexpected. And when we take a look at that uh, four degrees, the other end of this uh, combination, uh, there is a four degree uh, Pluto at the other side, and the progressed is now at six degrees of Pluto. So your progressed is, uh, Pluto is applying to your south node, which is at seven degrees of Scorpio. And, of course, your sun is at 10 degrees of Scorpio. So we have all of this combination going on while Uranus is going to be transiting. So you are going to probably have quite a few different experiences, but they're going to surround, uh, they're going to be around the issues of what you value and issues of money and how you share money with someone else or how you make money and perhaps uh, don't share it. Uh, there's a whole lot of statements going on. But it, it, a lot of things here center around money, center around the issues of security, understanding where the power in money is yeah. and how to procure it, and also how to be successful with it, all of those things. The South Node is in the second house in Scorpio, which indicates that in past lives you already have some kind of talent uh, connected to money and uh, how to uh, keep it silent and yet be powerful with it. All of those statements are inherent. So you're just going to bring this stuff with Uranus transiting, you're going to bring it up to the forefront where you can see it, understand it, know it better than you have in the past. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it makes makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Yeah. I'm also in um, school for nursing. Do you see, um, am I going in the right direction with my career? And well, do you see me being successful financially? <laughs> well, I, I think nurses can be su- successful financially, especially in your case. I would expect you to become a, a surgical nurse because with all the Scorpio. That's what I want to do. Yeah, with all the Scorpio stuff, <laughs> that's the sign of surgery. So, yes, wow. uh, with the sun in Scorpio in the house of money, uh, there's no reason in the world why you can't be successful. And with Pluto in rulership in this house, uh, it's huge. I mean, the statement is that I am uh, not only powerful but empowered. 
So uh, you will be empowered once you uh, take control of this uh, new career. Uh, Gemini at the Midheaven really has is interesting uh, with all this water. The Scorpio has to come through uh, Libra, and you have the air signs on on all the work, income, career cusps, and that indicates that uh, though you might be uh, studying to be a nurse. In the long run, you may become more than the nurse because you're going to be doing something. Maybe you'll be a liaison or something. Uh, communication is key part of what it is you do. And uh, I'm trying to figure how that can work into surgical nursing. Um, I, I don't it, surgery usually involves metal, and all of the air signs are not metal. They're air. So I'm not sure how that going to come together, but okay. somehow you're going to find the doorway where that comes together. It's just not in my mind. Um, but, uh, yeah, I believe you're going to be uh, very capable. Mercury, which rules your midheaven, uh, is at three degrees of Sag. So here we go again. This is the other side. And, uh, again, it's indicating you might be Come a teacher, or you might do something in terms of teaching, or it may okay. be through doing a, a video or something where you maybe do videos to teach uh, others uh-huh. how to become nurses. And it may be international. You may do something that uh, you don't stay in the United States, or maybe you do stay in the United States, but your your information goes out internationally. Uh-huh. So. There's a lot here to process, but Uranus is uh, the closest to the axis, and <clears throat> you have Chiron up at the top and Uranus uh-huh. at the bottom. And uh, Chiron is where we're most wounded, and uh, where through our wounds we uh, heal ourselves and then are able to teach others how to heal. And you have it in the house of teaching and in the sign wow. of your career. And so you are going to make good use of all of this and and help others heal as a result of uh, your own injuries and your own learning experience and your own incredible ability to communicate the information onward. So, yes, I think you're going to do tremendously well. Awesome. <laughs> Thank I hope you this so is... much. <laughs> you're very welcome. Take good care of yourself. Very helpful. Thank you. Thanks for calling, Tara. I'm enjoying the show. Okay, we're going to rush in with Randy. Hi, Randy, you're on the air. Let's see if we can get Randy in before they cut us off. Hi. Um, My birthday is 215.71 and from Manhattan, New York, in Long Island. In 71, and your time of birth? 5.01 p.m. I'm just wondering if you see anything that I have to look forward to, any good things. Manhasset, New York. <laughs> I'm sure there's something good for you to look forward to. Yeah, I would like to know. <laughs> so I, can, I don't know. <laughs> well, worry wart. So I like to like be able to know. Oh, this is coming up. <laughs> All right. Well, let's look. You, you know, Uranus is uh, in your ninth house, and it's on top of your progressed Mercury. So, not surprising, we're on the phone together. Uh 
sudden fame. You could have some sudden fame, at least in this moment. And, uh, sudden fame? And, yeah, that's what I said, fame, F-A-M-E. Well, I hope uh, good fame, not I hope not bad fame. I I think it's just us talking tonight. It's probably all it is. Okay, but. good. <laughs> oh Lord, you need to take right the edge off. <laughs> you have the sun in the seventh house and your north node there, and that's a lovely thing to have because when we have the sun in the seventh, we normally marry someone who uh, or have partners who are joyful people, uh, people who are fun to be with. And that is a wonderful thing for someone who uh, is experiencing some kind of fear. (laughs) It's nice to know there are good people who will be in your life. Uh, Pluto right now is getting ready to go into your uh, sixth house. It's been traveling through your fifth, so you should have made a transformation where you have gone from one kind of work to something more uh, fulfilling over the yeah. last few years, so that that's that's a good thing, and uh, I'm telling you there are good things in here, and uh, that 20 degrees of Pluto is making a trine to Saturn, so there is opportunity for you perhaps to get a promotion, or you may have just gotten a promotion, as possible, uh, or it will happen after Pluto goes direct and hits yeah. that 20. There is, there is a little promotion. All righty then. So we're in good shape. All of these things are good things. Then you need to recognize what's good. Um, uh, Jupiter is in retrograde 100 times today, and uh, it's going to turn direct on Tuesday. And when it does, it's going to go across your fourth house axis. So uh, when it goes into the fourth house, there could be during its travels through that house, and it's going to you're going to have a Jupiter, what we call a Jupiter return, this coming fall when it hits around four degrees of Sagittarius. So what did I say? Probably uh, end of September it begins. So probably somewhere in October, and uh, that's a wonderful statement. You might get a bigger house. You might expand your house. You might increase your um, your audiovisual equipment or library in your house. All of these things are positive things. I don't have anything negative to say. This is wonderful. Oh, good. Oh, good. Okay. Great. So Thank I don't you. see anything that you should be worried about. Um, really? You know, okay. I know. Finances have been tough, but I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to even want to know because I'm so worried about it that I don't even want to talk about it. Well, well, I didn't hear what you said, so I can't even think about it. What did um, you say? Finances have been tough, but I don't even want to know because it really Okay, well, you're me. born off with Pluto in that house. So anyone who's born with Pluto in the second house, unless they've got some tremendous trying going to the sun, which you do not have, uh, or to Jupiter or to Venus, none of which you have, uh, is indicative that your life is one that is kind of a roller coaster, unfortunately. I understand yeah. it's totally Pluto in this house. And uh, so you may climb, climb, climb for like two or three years and things look great, and then it kind of just goes away and you have to climb again. Mm. <laughs> and it's just your way of life. Accept it and go on. Don't worry about it. There's always going to be something that Spirit's telling you you can invest in. And uh, what you have is Sagittarius on the cusp of of investments. 
So if you decide to take a percentage of your income, which is always wise, and uh, invest it, you would look at things that are technology, that uh, have higher education connected, that might have to do with spirituality or travel or international imports or exports. All of those areas would have possibilities for investments for you. So what Spirit gives you is a way for you to put your money aside so that when you have the downtimes, you have money that you can pull on. So mm-hmm. think of that, okay? And, okay. Uh, that's. I understand Pluto in the second house is, is a bit of a pain in the butt. I have it. I've lived my whole life with it, and I, and I can't say that I've ever been without a roof or ever been without food or ever been in a position where I couldn't take care of the people around me. So mm-hmm. you can do this. Okay. Thank you okay. so much. Yep. You thank take you. good care. By the way, having the sun in the seventh is a super bonus. I don't have that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. Thank you, care, Rin. Okay. okay. Take care now. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. <clears throat> okay. With just a few minutes to spare, if those people who had a taste of how spectacular you are want to get a hold of you, how do they do that? Um, they can call the phone number, which is 541-900-1084, or they can uh, email me at astrologyandmore at gmail.com. You just write the whole thing out. It's astrology, A-S-T-R-O-L-O-G-Y-A-N-D-M-O-R-E at Gmail. Or they can go to my website, uh, michellevanti.com, spelled with one L for Michelle, and uh, click on the consultation button. And they can read about all the things I do and all the, and, and what the fees are, and you can have the phone number and everything else there. Yeah, and and I I have to say that just you know what you've done to what you do to, you know on these nights that you're here is such a small amount of of the amazing intricate and intensive insight you can give somebody into their life. It's just it's it's a tantalizing tidbit of the magic that you have, and and it it does help people to sort of guide themselves through some of the tough times and, and enlighten themselves when there's darkness around. So it, it can be a very helpful thing to get a, a full reading. Um, they just gave me the 92nd mark, Michelle, you are as always spectacular here. And I, and I just thank you so very, very much for being such a good sport and coming on once a month and, and help insight and wisdom that you do and amazingly well. Oh, thank you. You're always so sweet to me. You have a wonderful <laughs> night. Thanks to everybody who listened to this wonderful gift. Well, you have a great night, too, and thank you so much. They're going to cut me off, so I'm going to cut them off before they cut me off. So good night. And, and good night. <laughs> good night. I like to be controlling here. Good night, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And um, Michelle will be back uh, the first Monday of the month in August. Watch for her then. Good night, everybody.